I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. Should this movie have been called In the Mouth of Madness or In the Garden of Eden? In a Gata de Vida. In a Gata de Vida. In the Garden of Eden. This movie should have been called Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> Big Trouble <laughs> in Little <laughs> Big Mouth in <laughs> Little Madness. Jared, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I had a little madness in my mouth. <laughs> had to get it out with a nice, tasty, delicious, ice cold ice mountain. One hundred percent sparkling natural. Spring he works water. for. <laughs> Don't listen to him. <laughs> no, you gotta cut water. that out. You gotta cut that out. Oh jeez. Oh man. Oh, now the lawsuits are gonna start coming. Oh in. no. Oh boy. Uh, yep. It's a. Uh, it's John Carpenter month, and uh, you idiots, and we're uh, we're here to tell you about In the Mouth of Madness. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Miller, and I couldn't afford Enter Sandman. Who's joining me today? Okay, I thought that was, I was like, I thought that was the only, th- I thought I was the only one, and then I googled In the Mouth of Madness, Enter Sandman, Enter and I was Sandman. like, huh, there's a whole... There's a whole article about this. I'm not going to read it because I'm sure Cammie is going to talk about it. <laughs> no, I, I I, just, I wasn't going to talk about it. There wasn't like really anything that I saw about it. But yeah, that, it, it's fucking Enter Sandman. Metallica sucks. That's it, right? I'd be, if I was Metallica, I, I, I'd feel like it was. I they had know. to have sued. It would almost be jarring if that. They're so sue yeah. happy. No, you can't post more than 15 seconds of our song. On Trance Day, Senor Sleep Dust? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Senior Sleep Who's joining me today in the mouth of madness? Oh, I'm Cammie, and I've got a mouth of madness for you. Right here. Right here on my face. Oh. It's my mouth. Oh my, my mouth of madness. <laughs> I've got the summertime, summertime madness. I'm, I'm moving my jaw up and down mouth. really fast, like a ventriloquist dummy. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> what do That's you say my there, favorite Jarrett bit. <laughs> my favorite Jarrett bits <laughs> are gra- that, and I've got grass stains on my jeans, like those two. When I, I just emulate Roseanne Barr for that yeah. one, and just close my eyes really tight and say it do. It's like Roseanne Barr meets Gilbert Gottfried at yes. saying, letting you know that there are grass stains on on their jeans. Uh-huh. And they're perplexed about such a thing. Absolutely. That's it. That's that's the bit. Who else <laughs> is joining us today? Uh, I'm your third host. And tonight my antics will be inspired by the works of H.P. Kylecraft. Oh, Kylecraft. <laughs> when you say Kylecraft, I, I just, I remember, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing Kyle. Kyle in a tiny little spaceship, like a little UFO. <laughs> it's a Kylecraft. This is my Kylecraft. I'm going to go I, to the moon. I just, <laughs> yes. 
I was thinking uh, I was thinking Cheddar Goblin, but with Kyle's face. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kyle Kraft Mac and Cheese, bitch. <laughs> it's what's for dinner. Oh, I'm taking this Kyle Kraft to the Macaroni Nebula. <laughs> Pew. Entering Set cheese phasers drive. for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling this mission's oh, gonna be to very good. We have to eat on this Gouda. damn ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, boy, Captain, we only have cheese to eat. God damn it! I'm gonna be farting up a fucking sweatshop out here. <laughs> oh. oh no! You know I love you too. I just love you two so much. I want to take the both of you behind a middle school and get you pregnant. What? As they say on Thirty Rock, because that's all I've been watching. Yeah, apparently. Oh, that is. That that was a joke. I was about to say like I know that from somewhere that that line of you know I'm gonna take you behind the school. I'm like they can say this pregnant. on fucking TV. Oh, you haven't gotten to the best part yet. They make a Harvey Weinstein sex joke eventually. Oh no! Yeah. You know what's like, funny, listeners? You know what's hilarious and not hilarious at all? Um, okay, so <laughs> my, our group chat, the three of us, has been taken over. By Jarrett and Kyle talking about 30 Rock, a show that I just confessed to Kyle I've never seen before. So, I think less of her now. I have no idea Cammie, what you guys I've are only... talking about like 99% of the time. I know that 30 Rock is really good. I've seen episodes here and there, but I've never like sat down and watched the whole thing. So it's just nonsense. Sure. It's not what what you guys are saying to each other is just I, I look at our group chat like like it's in Aramaic. <laughs> it's it. Oh my god! No idea. Literally, what? You, but that—that's how I was. Because the only—the only season of this show I have seen, I watched the second season like five fucking wow. times because I got it for Christmas one year, <laughs> and it was just like I. It's like here you go, second season of Thirty Rock, and I'm like, wow, I've never seen the first season of Thirty Rock. Yay! <laughs> and I was, there were a couple things that went over my head that I understand now because I just watched the first season for the first time. Okay. Did you finish it? And I've seen like little little odds and ends uh, here and there. But yeah, I'm, I'm just about finished with the uh, with the first season. They, he just had a uh, they made the, the grave mistake of having a uh, a fire, a national televised firework <laughs> show uh, in Times Square. Oh, no. And I was just like, oh, it's like 9-11 <laughs> all over again. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, I remember. It didn't go over well for Jack Down. I spent one summer when I was away at school just watching Thirty Rock, binging it on repeat. As soon as I got to the last episode, it's like, okay, season one, episode one, let's keep it, keep it rolling. <laughs> Jesus, I fucking love Thirty Rock. Oh my god. Now, Kyle, that that is truly that is like sticking your head out of the mouth of madness and looking around to see if anyone else is gonna hop in and tickle that uvula with you. Okay. But uh, Tina Fey would. That's tr- that's. That's yeah. I love Tina Fey. Fun Thirty Rock fact, and then we'll get back to uh, John Carpenter. All of uh, Liz Lemon's boyfriends' names are jokes. Are uh, they? Jerry, Dennis? you've met Floyd the Barber. That's a reference to Floyd yeah. the Barber, <laughs> like that old black and white comedy <laughs> bit. Aww. She also dates uh, Wesley Snipe, um, <laughs> Carol Burnett, and oh, what's Doctor Doctor Drew? I forget his joke. But it's John Ham. But yeah, Jesus every time every uh, one guy's name is Paul Last Lasname, but his name is last name is spelled last name. <laughs> like Doctor Spachemin, but it's Doctor Spaceman. <laughs> Doctor Spachemin is the greatest, bit, oh, yeah. greatest doctor on television. It. Now, <laughs> now I'm not really supposed to discuss Tracy's 
private medical information with you with others present. So we're going to have to ask that you don't share any of the information <laughs> I'm about to say. I've got three things okay. I want to do this summer, but they're roommates, so it's tricky. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. In the Mouth of Madness, John Carpenter. What year was it released? 1987? 94. Damn, I'm so bad. You were not dates. correct at all. 1994, the oh. year after Jurassic Park. I was going to say, he followed up Jurassic Park with this horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted people. He wanted people to know that he wasn't just a really good actor. Like, he could also do crap. He didn't want to be typecast yeah. as, you know, a star. Yeah, I don't think He's this like, I love a good crap. Um, I was, I, it's, you know. Okay, it's definitely better than vampires. Well, yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a low bar. <laughs> Damn, Jared. But we cleared that's it an, by a That's mile. an insult. <laughs> what you just said <laughs> was not well, nice. I, Is the Nutcracker playing in the background at one of your houses? Uh, don't talk about it my dad's practicing piano oh your dad plays the piano yeah your family seems so does cool does he have half a... no okay <laughs> all right that's what everyone says about their family but you know it's really like to the outside looking at it, it's yeah. great but we but you know cammy you and i are don't have that that britney cross to bear <laughs> as, as one kyle <laughs> does oh the britney cross yes amen uh, so, yeah, it sounded like somebody just movie. hung up. I was like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> are we done? Well, that was the audio. My sister, <laughs> done. I did conference They're my done. sister into this call, but I guess she got upset. So. Oh, no, Brittany. No, she's... <laughs> Brittany, no. I'm in some hot water. Oh, Goal. Sorry. Sorry, sis. Uh, so, yeah, the going into this movie, I think, I think in the last movie, when we talked about this, I, I straight up said, like, I don't think you two are going to like it. But that's okay, because this pick was for Kyle. But I'm yeah. happy. Cammy said she likes it, and Jarrett. Do you like this movie, Kyle? Yeah, I think I like it better the second time around. Mm-hmm. But I liked it fine the first time too. I'll agree. Same. Yeah, I liked it more this time than. Cammy, um, I, I, I got about. Kyle. You fell asleep the first three times Whoa. you watched it. Okay, listen. Okay, here's what happened, and I will regale Jarrett with, and our audience with this story that I said off mic. So, the first time I watched this Ooh. movie. I I fell asleep, Um, like, with, like, (laughs) 20 minutes left, right? The second time I watched this movie a bit ago with Taylor for the show, I fell asleep again um, with, like, five minutes left. Um, I finished it. I I mean, uh, of course, I, I finished the movie. I got to the end, and in watching the end of the movie, I liked it a lot more. And then in doing my research about this movie, it made me appreciate it even more. Um, so, safe to say, I'm yeah. a fan of this movie now. Uh, I'm, I didn't okay, think I, I shouldn't it. say that I'm not a fan of this. I am a fan of it. I think it's, I think it's very ambitious. Are you using yeah. air I don't know quotes to, I, or I don't winking know. like really slowly? No, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the words myself because yeah. it's just like it's just there's a lot of moving pieces to this story mm-hmm. and there's a lot of um a lot of it like I don't know, I feel like it's kind of taking from bits of of 
like Kyle said, you know, it's based like the the source material. Like it's really it's. It, I mean, is this a, an actual Lovecraft story no. or it, or it's no. like a Lovecraftian? It's story? Lovecraftian. It takes yeah. a lot of his elements and just makes an original story with him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. I mean, he nails that. Like you know the 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 um, straight man that's kind of brought into all of this. And is kind of like, you know, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. Like, it's dropped in a world of wacko. Apply science and reason and, to increasingly uh, bizarre, impossible scenarios. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then just, you know, it kind of, I, I think it kind of gets a little wackety schmackety when they end up in the town um, that doesn't exist. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know. It like, I feel like it pulls from like. It's got like David Lynch elements at some points, and I I don't yeah. know like I could have sworn that the person on the bicycle was John Carpenter for a second. <laughs> like uh, no, he's at the beginning it's like of the John movie. John Carpenter now. Oh, he that's was right. Yeah, he's um when well, he when they're bringing Sam Neill into the asylum, um they're bringing him to his room, and he goes, "I'm not insane." There's a guy in the back that goes, "Me neither." That's John Carpenter. <laughs> oh, good for Johnny. <laughs> oh no. They put Bennett from the fog in the asylum <laughs> after the events of that. No. Oh, dear. Um, I tried to warn him. It was leprosy pirates, I tell you. <laughs> leprosy pirates. Uh, no, yeah. It, it's it's in, in theory, I think it's good. In execution, I think it's just okay. Yeah, I think I think they really tried, though. That's the thing. Like, oh, no, totally. This, uh, this movie has a huge cult following, and you either like this movie or you didn't quite get it. And I think that's the problem. I, in, in researching this movie, I watched uh, like a couple YouTube videos that really broke it down and sort of like spoon fed yeah. it to me because that's apparently what I needed. <laughs> um, and that made me appreciate the story and just the execution of the whole movie a lot more. It's, it's really good if you are, if you're not 100% focused on the movie you're going to be lost and you're not sure. going to like it. And that's my problem. I can't focus on shit. So would would you argue then that the only real person in this movie is Sutter Kane? Yes. Okay. And that everyone else is like uh and and we're just taking it from the point of view of uh an extension of him like a person f- from his fiction. That doesn't know he's in the fiction. Well, if you want to go super deep and meta into this, uh, Sutter Kane created a reality. Then mm-hmm. John Carpenter created Sutter Kane, and that he it none of that is real because it is all just a story John Carpenter has written. Michael DeLuca. So John Carpenter's in charge. So John Carpenter is Kane. God. I don't know. John Carpenter didn't write this movie though. He directed it though. That's basically yes. the same thing. <laughs> um, that's weird though. John Carpenter writes most of his movies right and uh, he didn't write this one who did write it his hand was cramping who did write it michael deluca oh uh i don't know him i'm surprised he didn't do this one because this is i mean his the third in his apocalypse trilogy which was very lovecraftian and this Uh is the most lovecraftian of all and i feel like he's a fan and yet he's not writing this one this seems just like if you want to do your lovecraft fanfic like this is the movie to do it with yeah sure uh yeah because he wrote the thing correct did he write the script for the thing i think so because like it it wasn't the thing i mean it it was a story that 
existed already, but right. I want to say he did write it. Uh, he wrote Prince of Darkness, but hold on. Let me. I believe it. Yeah. The thing. Oh, I'm sorry. The thing was written by Bill Lancaster. Oh, okay. Uh, Billy. And He's John a W. Campbell Jr. Yeah, Bill Lancaster, okay, wrote the screenplay for the thing. More like Shill Lancaster. Do anything for a dollar. <laughs> hey. What? Hamana, 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 hamana. So wait, I think this movie... I mean, because there's parts of this movie that... Um, uh, I don't know. It, I feel like this movie is kind of like super encompassing of like his career up to this point. Because, you know, it's got... All like the creepy ass kids, mm-hmm. like the village, village of the damned. Like that's what he's gonna do next. And then I don't. It, this movie makes me think of They Live a lot. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And the memoir of an invisible man too. I still haven't seen that. I didn't know that was. A I'm thing. just joking. I'm just, <laughs> so that that came out a, before this, right? Directly before. Yes. This. Yep. Him with Chevy Chase as the Invisible Man. <laughs> oh no. Just don't see it. Okay. I won't. I mortgaged my house for that movie. I like that Sam Neill keeps his, like, um, New Zealand accent in this movie. And you don't really pick up on it at first. I was like, is he trying to do an American accent and he's just doing a bad job? And then I'm like, no, this is after Jurassic Park. We know he can do a really good American accent. I don't know. It's just him being a Kiwi. It yeah. felt like, it's like some sometimes it would be like there and he says them like them Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then other times it's like he sounds almost american i don't know um i think he's ordering a cheeseburger there's no new zealand in there at all i'm looking for big diddy big diddy said have you guys seen um the hunt for the wilder people is it wilder Um, or wilder the wilder people we're not talking about Matt's family, our good <laughs> friend of the show, Matt Wilder. Matt. Har, har. I have not seen that movie. Um, it's adorable. It's a New Zealand film about um, Sam Neill and a little boy played by uh, Julian Dennison, who was, uh, he was the kid in Deadpool 2. I was about to and ask. And he was okay, just in Godzilla vs. Kong. He was like Millie Bobby Brown's friend. Um, oh, remember kid. how I complained yeah. that like he didn't get enough screen time in that movie because he's really funny. This Hunt for the Wilder People is like the basis for my complaint because he is so fucking funny. Um, and he and Sam Neill and then the lady who plays Sam Neill's wife, like they're just so funny together. He's like a foster kid. Um, uh, highly What's funny highly... about that cam well it, because his personality is hysterical <laughs> um but yeah that's my lo- lock of the week hunt for the wilder people if you have not seen that movie i highly highly recommend it sam neil is so good <laughs> in that fucking movie he'll make you sam squeal in that yeah Ooh. Ooh. i'm getting all hot and bothered Ooh, yes. i can't believe it's uh dark mm. enough now in my recording room to have <gasps> to close the blinds because I feel like something's going to pop out at me. Late recording. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Neill dressed as Psycho Goreman. They should have <laughs> they should they should do that where it's Sam Neill dressed as Psycho Goreman and then Psycho Goreman dresses as Sam Neill and then they're just like, "Well, one of us is going to have to change." <laughs> uh.
bitch. I need more Psycho Gorman content. Me too. I know. I told him they should make a comic book. That would, and they they really should. They worked for the Power Rangers. It'll work for Psycho Gorman. I feel like there wasn't really room left for a sequel, but they should really make another one of those movies. Psycho Gorman sings at Mimi's Yes. Morning. How Psycho Gorman got his groove back. <laughs> this Psycho Gorman be tripping. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's a Thomas Jefferson okay. biopic, except Psycho Gorman plays all the parts. Oh my God. I already bought a horse. Yikes. <laughs> well, Kyle, how about you tell us exactly what this movie is about, and then Cammie will go into some fun facts while I listen quietly and not leave the room. We gotta, we gotta get more. Jared a job. <laughs> he has show. a job. Looking fierce. It's true. Jared, did you leave? Yeah. Oh. Kyle. I think he did. Okay. Explain the plot as thoroughly as you can for our dear listeners. Sorry all about the right. cicadas in the background, by the way. I'm sorry about the piano. <clears throat> okay. we're, we're all okay. recording in suboptimal conditions. <laughs> anyway, welcome, one and all, to New England, where the mouths are mad and the bitches are fucking cray-cray, yo. <laughs> Topical. John Trent is insane and thrown in an asylum, except he isn't because that's at the end. Actually, he's an insurance investigator who teams up with Styles, the editor, to track down author Suter Kane, a recluse who just wrote a new bestseller. Rizzoli and Stiles set out to find the fictional town of Hobbs End, and upon arriving, they realize everything around them is from a Kane novel. Stiles thinks, oh no. John thinks, fuck all this shit, because he doesn't believe. The two take their Mulder Scully attitudes and investigate the town. John thinks everyone is an actor and bad at it. Stiles comes into contact with Eldritch Knowledge and has her mind and reality shattered and becomes a knowing pawn of, Crane com- of Crane's coming apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Bad day for her. Don't read, kids. It'll destroy your brain. (laughs) Now it's John's turn to see some spooky shit, and some shit does he see. Faced with no other option, he confronts Kane, who tells him he's nothing but a character in a story, and his life and his reality are a lie, yada, yada, yada. You know what? You know the joke. No springs! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That woke me up. Hi, Jarrett. Hi. Southern Kane invented... I invented springs. (laughs) No spring. Spring master. Uh, ah, after this revelation, continue. John runs. John escapes. John sees things. John realizes there's no escape. John goes crazy. And then John watches this movie. The end. Did he like the movie, you think? I thought that was a stupid ending. <laughs> he, I like that ending. He fully realized his madness and he laughed with his mouth. It all came together in the end. Oh, yeah. well, wouldn't him realizing the madness make him realize how he's not mad? Well, no, I think the, the scenes from the movie that he was seeing were him just screaming, like, this is reality. Like, all this around me is real. Like, there's no fiction. And then realizing that that was all Oh, fiction. he's laughing at it because it's like, oh, yeah, I was wrong. It's like, oh, I was, you know. <laughs> yes. They got me hook, line, and sinker with their. Dead wrong. With their cyclopean magic. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yep. More like Sutter in Kane. More yeah. like Sutter Lame. I would never read that book. Yeah. That, that's a lie. Oh, I would man. absolutely read books that drove me insane. Yeah, Anything's better than the reality I face. Grab some kid spray painting and just wail on him for a little while. <laughs> you want some of this? 
I didn't think so. <laughs> Do I? Oh, no. Oh, daddy. Sutter Kane didn't see oh. that coming. Goodness. No, he did it. So, Cammie, tell me about the movie. Tell me things man things. is not meant to know. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, what's fun about this movie is that it stars uh, Happy Gilmore's grandma. Uh, as I noticed that. The <laughs> um, she was super spooky. I wanted to send a screenshot of that one scene to Jasmine and be like, this is what we're going to be like when we're old. <laughs> and it's just like the husband naked on the ground, like shackled to her like leg. And him. I'm like, yeah. So fucking creepy. You look like you've been up late. <laughs> and she's like, oh, we're going to lose the house. And my my grandson, Happy, is playing golf for us. He's playing golf with Sutter Kane and Velvet. Bob Barker. <laughs> oh, my. Um, so the, now the you like, Mrs. Pickman is the name of her character. The Mrs. Pickman creature at the end, uh, toward the end of the movie, um, when she's like that spooky sort of like spider tentacle monster, tentacle monster? yeah um, that was a miniature a that woman. was a puppet um, please cut that out originally they wanted to use like a guy in a suit but it just didn't look right whenever they filmed it so it got cut and they used a tiny puppet instead um, and I couldn't tell that it was a miniature but really? Yeah. I had no idea yeah. either. Uh, I, movie... of course, knew immediately. <laughs> of course you did, Kyle. Um, this is also Hayden Christensen's first movie. Um, he's the paper boy at the end of the movie whenever he like gets back onto the street. Um, and I said that. No wonder this movie sucks. <laughs> I said that whenever um, we were watching this. I was like, huh, looks like Hayden Christensen because I know Hayden Christensen from Night of the Living Dummy 3, uh, the Goosebumps Episode three, yeah. Cousin Zeke, uh, Zane, Zane. Oh, I was. Close. You were very close. Uh, yeah, Zane, the one who's like afraid of and everything. He turns and, into a dummy. At yeah, the and end. like takes pictures and shit. That's him. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, think I used that's to say that to my sisters all the time. That is my favorite Night of the Living Dummy episode. I think that's when Slappy gets long legs. Yeah, long Ugh. leg slap. Cause your legs are long. Yes, your legs are long. Kyle, and and cut that song in here. Yes, your legs are long. Yes, they're very, very long. (laughs) I have no idea what that song is, but I'll try. Just Google legs are long song. (laughs) Tim and Eric will will do the rest Legs are long song. Well, my legs are long. Yes, my legs are long. And my legs are long. Yes, they're very, very long. Wow, Eric, can you believe how high we are? Guys are doing great. Thanks, Moon. Cause our legs are long. Yes, our legs are long. And our legs are long. Yes, they're very, very long. Cause our legs are long. Yes, our legs are long. And our legs are long. Yes, they're very, very long. Cause our legs are long. The keys that Linda eats uh, are made out of pasta. Isn't that fun? <laughs> He's driving a, driving a Lamborghini. Of course the keys are made of pasta. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like her. She was fine. The, she this movie, it was their just... whole like trip out there reminded uh, made the whole movie remind me of Halloween 3. Anybody oh. else get Halloween 3 vibes? Yeah. 
No, but I don't I think about Halloween. More 3. planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, that's odd. <laughs> Explain yourself. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, no, just like oh, he clearly. I don't know. It's like obviously she has the epiphany that she's not real uh-huh. before he does, mm-hmm. and he like le- she leans into it like way hardcore, and she's just like, "It is how I am written," and it's just like, "Oh dear, yeah. that ain't right." Um, no, I don't know. It's just the fact that she just yeah. like they get there, and she's like, "Yeah, it was a ruse. It was a it was a shim sham. It was a hullabaloo this whole time." <laughs> But we had no idea he was really here <laughs> or some. Cr- I don't know. Like, it's I don't th- there should have been some like foreshadowing or something, because like you're expecting everyone is on an even keel when they go start this trip or something. Mm-hmm. If you like they showed a scene or something where it was like Charlton Hested and this lady just got finished banging or something. And he's just like, all right, you take him to this truck stop and then you uh you push him over the edge or something, <laughs> and then he'll never know what happened to Sutter Kane. Ah, who's beeping? Oof. Oof, I'm big beeping. My beeper just went off. I think that was Taylor's um, sister. I don't know. Gosh damn it. Oh. I'm. Sis Tay. Uh, <laughs> interrupting. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wish it would have. Uh, I, I just wish it would have, you know, kind of let us in on it that. They there is something not insidious, but there is a plot here where they're trying to like for, for obviously yeah. they said it was for publicity, but like what's uh well, we had no idea until we had, until she just you know the what's the term show don't tell uh-huh. we were explicitly just told about that you know it would have been would have been there could have this movie could have done with a little extra scene yeah being like something like oh that but. yeah good scene like of her you know her boss saying like yeah like you were saying earlier you know we're gonna pretend this guy's missing you know just drive around new england with this with this guy for a couple of days and come back but then you know she arrives in the the fictional town and then her freak out from then on makes a lot more sense because like i was in on the joke and this is not the joke so i don't know what i'm in on anymore uh, absolutely absolutely and then you know that's when uh that's when Sam Neill should have been like, as soon as they got in that car together, he should have been like, I have one rule. What's the rule? <laughs> Don't fall in love. <laughs> Zoom. I have one rule. When the T-Rex is hunting you, don't move. Their vision is based on movement. Then he guns it. Hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm crinkling this bag. You can cut that out in post if you please. Get cranked. Uh, oh, boy. I didn't know they delivered all the way out on Come Lovely Ranch. <laughs> oh, but they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Come for the lovely. Stay for the vapors. <laughs> oh, Whatever the my, fuck my, means. my. This flower <laughs> is wilting. <laughs> anyway. Um, so the black church, uh, I thought, <laughs> shut the up. gospel I, Baptist, Cammy. I, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> the quote black church in the film is not a matte painting. And I really thought that it was, um, upon looking at it, I was like, this looks like the building from Ghostbusters. Um, Oh, also, uh, the 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 villain from Ghostbusters Two is in this movie. He's the, the 
bar guy, the Hayden father Christensen. of that. Yeah, Hayden Christensen. Anyway, um, it's not a matte painting. It's actually just a Greek Orthodox church, but it really is out in the middle of nowhere like that. Uh, so that's fun. Fun fact. That's a fun fact for you. Oh, for your those brain. crazy Greek Orthodox Orthodoxes. Quite fun. Totally. Um, and of course, the the character of Sutter Kane is l- based on Stephen King, but they mention Stephen King in the movie, and they're like, "Oh, he's better than Stephen King." But he's. <laughs> it sounds like Stephen King when you say I it. I do declare. Sutter Kane, Stephen King. Um, and Hobbs End is loosely based on Castle Rock, but um, there's also there's another story that he wrote, and I can't remember it. the name of it, and I didn't write it down. Uh, no, no it. Kyle. <laughs> it was like a short story. Um, Carrie. That it could also be uh, based on. But the names of the novels... Castle Rock. <laughs> shut up! We're based <laughs> on some Lovecraft titles, like the Sutter Kane uh, novel, The Thing in the Basement, is you know based on The Thing on the Doorstep. Uh, the Whisperer of the Dark is based on The Whisperer in Darkness. And uh, Haunter Out of Time is either based on The Haunter of the Dark or The Shadow Out of Time, or both. Probably both. Um, Those are stupid titles. We could call, you could probably get away with being like, The Zeppelin's Burden. <laughs> <laughs> what? Amtrak Nightmare. <laughs> I want someone out there who can write like Lovecraft to make a bunch of mass transit themed cosmic horror please like you can't you can't find a train you can't find the bathroom on the train and then when you finally find the bathroom you open the door and there's just a big breathing vulva <laughs> inside of the like a life size and it's just like you like is this the wall what is this <laughs> um you guys have seen i gotta pee you guys have seen the midnight meat train right no bradley cooper's first film is that his first I think it's one of his first. Oh, well, Cammy, you got to watch that. That's launched his career. That's a good one. It's not pornography, despite the title. Definitely sounds like Time for this sausage train to pull into that patty station. Ooga. Yikes. Toot toot. <laughs> hey, Lois, your train's here. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen men just walk in the house. Oh, yeah. No, but there's a... Um, no, but they're okay. That I I, I kind of ripped that idea off from. There was a couple years ago mm-hmm. where there was this guy on on Reddit. Yeah, this this dude like uh-huh. um, he was just putting all these random ass paragraphs onto a. Uh, That's um, fun. Random subreddits, and then people uh-huh. were trying to like dissect and be like, "Yeah, this guy's crazy, or he's got like mm-hmm. schizophrenia or something, or like, or he's the next best American author." Like, he's like he's. He's like a Tom. He's like if Thomas Pynchon and okay. Stephen King had a baby, it would be this. And like one of the things he wrote was like about like a uh, <coughs> like a hippie detective like is chasing someone into the woods, uh-huh. and then he comes across this boulder that's like it looks like it's breathing, and then it's just like a giant vagina. He just starts walking into, and he's just <laughs> like this, this cave is is sticky and smells like sex. Oh my god. Is that a baby? Some crazy shit. Crazy shit. Yeah. Do you have any more fun facts? 
Yeah, minor fun fact is that um, he, John Carpenter hired Industrial Light and Magic to do the, uh, the tearaway scenes when Sutter Kane's like tearing away at reality. It turns out that was actually tinfoil. Mm-hmm. It was. They also did the effect where the car uh, was driving on the clouds, but I'll never tell you how they did that because I don't know how they did it. They suspended a car 30,000 feet they took over, car the, up into the sky. over the ground and put a camera on it. <laughs> uh-huh. If you can't fake it, just do it. That's their motto. Oh, also, um, <laughs> so that wall of monsters at the end of the movie that are, like, chasing him, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, that was all one <sighs> effect. It was all intertwined, and it was sort of everything was pushed forward it's like a vehicle system that you push forward with like a crank and Greg Nicotero uh, worked on this movie <laughs> and it ran over his foot uh, so hard <laughs> that he had to go to the hospital. Ha <laughs> Greg. Greg. Ow, my foot. The yeah, monsters, the they're, they're alive. They're yeah. coming for me. I'm um, Greg. Boo. <laughs> so what... Give me some scenes. Give me some scenes, fellas. What did you like about this movie? Oh, yes. Kyle, you go first. <laughs> so I'm just going <laughs> to make a Simpsons reference. And you guys are going to know exactly what scene I'm talking about. Uh, release the hounds. <laughs> Spooky. Uh, oh, watching yeah. that this time, I was like, <laughs> that was weird. Like, oh, no, this is literally how Mr. Burns looks when he, you know, watches the hounds yep. attack his trespassers absolutely so many hounds this was strange i was i don't know there were i don't know they should have got someone cooler to be they should have got like i don't know like a a david bowie type to be like sutter kane or something. i think they wanted lance henriksen originally who the hell is like that from oh, I... Pumpkinhead. pick something more recent he's in a lot of stuff and he's in oh Runner, right? i got gotcha. you I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. He, no, he's in... I don't think he's... He's not in Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. I'm alien. sorry. He's like in all the <laughs> alien movies. Yeah. From my aliens on. Is he the robot? Is he Bishop? Okay. I know who you're talking about now. Yes. Bishop, man. What are you doing? <laughs> I didn't hit your precious table. Uh, that's what... That's how I learned to do the knifey game. <laughs> that I would always do that at people's uh-huh. houses and make them uncomfortable. Spread my fingers. Yeah, you and... did used to do that a lot. I can never do it. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. Until I cut my finger. I remember I cut my finger once and, and one of our friends was just like, uh, oh, oh, blood. Wait, who? I was like, oh, sorry. Who was it? Huh? Their name rhymes <laughs> with pucus. Greg? Oh. <laughs> Roy. Anyway. Um, so. Yeah. Well, I was no. going to say, I like that scene. Not just because it's a funny Simpsons meme now, but because it's like there's a story happening in Hobbs End and we're and Sam Neill arrives there like halfway through it. Mm-hmm. And so just to see like the townsfolk rally to rescue this guy's son, like we don't know what's going on. We don't know jack shit. We just see townsfolk attack and just then imagining the backstory to this and imagining the knowing what we know in the future is going to happen to these people just there their fruitless attempt at rebellion that is just so easily squashed and their inevitable yeah. doom coming and there's sad. nothing they can do about it. 
Well, because it's like, do they know that they're... It seems like none of them know that they're written other than the main guy who Sam Neill interacts with from time to time. I think it, yeah, like, I, the boy's becomes father. apparent slowly to all of them. I'm assuming... Yeah, I was thinking like as they as okay. they change, they become aware of the great cosmic truth unfolding around them. Mm-hmm. So when you're a monster, you know why you're a monster. Yeah. But when you're a person, you just think that they're monsters. There's a lot yeah. of yeah. There's a lot of fill in the blank Indeed. kind of stuff for you to <laughs> do here. Like how or why any of this happens is only vaguely explained. What do we know if? Uh... Uh, you know what? Actually, no. Cammy, you tell me. You, you, you. Unless Kyle, do you have any more scenes, um, or do you want to? Move well, let's on move to on Cammy. to Cammy, but I might have one or two more down the road. Okay, because I know there's one that I want to talk about. It's not a favorite scene. It was just a thought I just had, but you know, I don't want to steal it if if uh, Cammy has. Oh, don't worry say. about it. Don't ever think about Cammy. Oh, you have to say you tell. You tell a scene, Kem Kem, or do you want to wait, or do, or do you want? Sorry, me to I was chewing. We're it's good. Um, <laughs> a little thing that I really liked about this movie okay. was just like the subtle changes in everything, especially that painting in the lobby. I don't know why that just tickled me so, but it did. Um, the way it kept changing and the way like the the faces in it kept changing, and. It got to the point where it was changing too <laughs> much, and I was just like, "This is." Was the girl always moving? I don't quite remember that. <laughs> was there a was there a melted per, was there a melted slop creature here before? Since when was remember. there a pig with Stephen King's face on it in the middle of the painting? <laughs> Suck it, Koontz. Oh, Dean. I wonder if those paintings actually exist somewhere. Well, I think one of them does because there's Coffey a scene where he house. actually picks it up and you know moves it around on the wall, so they had to make at least one physical copy. Yeah. That's a stunt painting, Kyle. They could have easily. That's a yeah. They just tape a bunch of cats a, together and hang them on the wall. It's made. It, it's actually cake. It's made of cake. Oh, that would be cake. some tasty cake. Love crafty um, and horror cake. Another actual scene. <laughs> um, holy shit! That Linda monster was terrifying. The like crab is that walking. The, uh, is that the Gilmore monster? The old lady. No, the one, the one where she, um, it's it, uh, uh, Linda, the girl he's with. Whenever she's oh. like crab walking, almost, but like her face is like okay. facing him. Oh yeah, he's like trying to he save her, her in the face. or whatever. Yeah, and then she's like, there. Yeah, they like drive out to the edge of town, and they see like that person on the bike at the phone booth, and then she like hops out of the car, and then she's just like, he told me to kiss you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So scary. That's such a cool effect. And it's so easy to You didn't to tell do. me you were a park crab. It's just a stunt person crab walking backwards with a, with a, a mask on upside down. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. I could kind of tell they were wearing a mask a little bit, but like. If you were to see something like that. It's unsettling. Coming towards you at night. I'd punch at it. Night. During the day, even. Holy shit. Yeah. Terrifying. Scary. I love the effects in this movie yeah they're pretty okay it's no the thing because nothing oh is, absolutely but are you saying it's nothing <laughs> it's no thing spooky monsters yeah. when linda's like changing and there's like those those ropes those like fleshy ropes under the door like from the thing <laughs> oh that was creepy Jarrett, what was your thought that you had 
what's it called? Uh, no, but like the scene where there's where Sam Neill is sitting with uh, his boss and he's basically getting explained this uh, the Sutter Kane case and yeah. the guy is walking out of the bookstore with the axe who is supposedly the um, uh, his publicist or his agent or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he just like. It, was that voice like overdubbed or something? Because he had like the perfect like grindhouse voice. Like, have you read Sutter Kane or some shit like that? And I'm just like, it, oh my god! You're right. He did. I don't know if that was his real voice. I hope it was because it, it was intense, was perfect. But I like to think so. I don't know. I hope so. I hope like his yeah. kids were going to bath to the bathroom or something like what? two weeks later, and he's just like, <laughs> Billy's got a dookie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Have yeah. you Billy's got a brush your teeth? <laughs> Have you brushed your teeth? You want to scave off gingivitis before it's too late. This fall, cavities coming to a mouth near you. Ah, Dad, stop. Um, yeah, I do like that scene. Again, not just because of the voice, just because I just love the fact that you know we see the guy walk out of the bookstore with the axe and make his way across the street, the and then from then on, it it's all, just yeah, yeah, just seeing him get closer and closer and just. Oh, the anticipation is like, oh, what's going to happen when he gets here? What's going to happen? And then he does it, and it's satisfying. It genuinely, okay, that was just the thought that I had. But I would say a, a scene in this movie that genuinely made me uncomfortable was um, the scene where I'm guessing it, it was Hayden Christensen um, when they're first coming into town and, and uh, um, Styles is driving. And yeah. he, uh, er, and she just like, she looks out the window and she just sees the person on the bike and they almost crash the car or whatever. And just then you like, you see them like look over. It's just fucking horrifying. It's like Wizard of Oz, like almost. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just very creepy. And I also think it's ludicrous that, uh, Sam Neill came on to her just because he kept calling her Styles the whole time. Like yeah. they're not fucking but yeah. they're not buddy cops like yeah i don't know it was You're strange right. um, what was the scene where she like goes to the church and then all the kids have like razor teeth uh-huh. and then they're just like you're our mother <laughs> like oh boy they ate the dog Ugh. yeah that yeah weird. that ain't right that was mom strange. you're my mother now i have a book report due tomorrow can you help <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> ask your father Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Poor, poor yeah. woman. What, what, do you yeah, guys, this, what do you guys got? You guys got any? I'm thinking, and this, like like with uh, the Prince of Darkness and the Fog, I'm going to compare these three a lot. Um, there's not, like, a lot of noteworthy scenes. It's very much like an atmospheric kind of film. Sure. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, and just so it's, I mean, you got the cool monster shots. You got the, uh, you know, like with, like the, with the axe guy, you got some genuinely just unsettling creepy fun shots but mostly it's just the building up of you know like everything is a lie everything is you know reality can be rewritten at will there are dark creatures who can just make this happen Mm -hmm. yeah it's really it is a trip and you have to be in the bus the entire trip to really enjoy it my favorite color is blue kyle (laughs) look around (laughs) Ah, on on the bus i would die is that what, I thought that's what you meant when you said you got to get on the bus. Oh, no, no. Like with Sam Neill at the end. I like New York the is end. such a shit pit. 
I do the, like the end. The end yeah. when he goes to see John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness, um, sits down, Did it say empty jo- theater. Yeah, it, it said it was directed by John Carpenter. <laughs> like, the whole thing. It was <laughs> yeah, super meta. That, that cool. He sits down and he's like, just, Ooh. like, laughing and completely going insane. It was just, it was, it was, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I loved the ending. And um, so, Styles, uh, Linda, at, at, toward the beginning of the movie, they're in the car and they're talking about, like, reality. Like, what is reality? She basically foreshadows the entire movie. She says, a reality is just what we tell each other it is. Sane and insane could easily switch places. If the insane were to become the majority, you would find yourself locked in a padded cell wondering what happened to the world. No, and you that's see, like, that's exactly I think that's what happens. I think that's an interesting point of view. I think that's technically wrong. Uh-huh. All crazy, all crazy people aren't crazy in the same way. Yeah. Like every sane person is like, no gravity pulls down, and you know the sun rises. Whereas one crazy person says gravy is made of bananas, and <laughs> another one says like, my mother is everywhere. I love. There that will never gravy. be a common. <laughs> there she is. Insanity. Yeah. My mother's in the room with me right now. She's scowling. Uh-oh. Don't talk to her. She's got the rolling. I'm very pin. disappointed in you, Kyle. You said you were gonna do Ghost of Mars this week. <laughs> no, mommy, no. Uh, so do we have any more scenes you want to talk about or anything else you want to say about the movie? Or do you want to move into the rating? Let's rate this bad boy. Unless you guys have other rate things to say. Rate me, my friend. Oof. Let's start with Jarrett. One through five, the things. Or if it's the greatest thing you've ever seen, it gets an assault on Precinct 13. Well, unfortunately, this film will not get the assault from me. But I will give it... 3.6 things. 3.6. Better cool. than I expected. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, expecting I think I like this movie a lot more than uh, Big Trouble in, in Little China. Was that two ago or was that one ago? That was two ago. That was two ago. I definitely like, yeah. I think I like this more than I like Prince of Darkness. <gasps> I don't know. Oh, so Cammy. Put that put that thought into a number. What are you gonna give this bad boy? Um, I'm gonna give this one. I don't remember what I gave Prince of Darkness, but I think I'm gonna give this one a three and a half. I like really losing to Cherry's three point six. Oh wow! What? Cammy comes in a solid third. Yep. Kyle, and what are you giving it, Kyle? I'm gonna give this one a big old four. Nice. I've been doing a lot of Lovecraft stuff lately, and this. It mm-hmm. tickled my itch ever so gently. Yeah. <laughs> Rip or that skin aggressively. off. Aggressively. Oh, boy. Oh, one more, one more Lovecraft reference. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we spelled it out, but the name of the hotel, the Pickman, Pickman's Hotel, is a reference to the story Pickman's Model. Oh. What's that story about? Uh, an artist makes paintings so repulsive and disgusting. And then you find out that he's painting a ghoul, which is a creature Lovecraft goes to a lot. Is that the one, like, if if he doesn't paint them, then the monster will manifest or something? No, it's just he found a really disgusting creature in his basement one day, and so he keeps drawing it, and every time he draws, it's beautifully disgusting. He's kicked Mm. out of all the art clubs because, like, ew. I mean, it's good, but ew. There was, okay, because, you know, side tangent here, There, Mm -hmm. I think there's an H.P. Lovecraft story where a guy moves into an apartment, and then... His neighbor 
is like constantly playing music and uh he like tries to ask him about like oh why do you play such weird crazy music or something and he like becomes obsessed with him or something and i think some way somehow he ends up like dying and then like the only thing that was keeping like a portal opening and like creatures coming out to like destroy humanity was this guy playing the music on his violin that, something along those lines maybe something, it's not that, yeah. something i'm familiar with there's a kid i went to college with and uh he adapted that uh mm-hmm. it, it, and it was about a soundcloud rapper who needed to <laughs> who needed to rap in order not to like have a fucking portal to the netherworld open up and then the guy was like the guy who lived under him was like working for a startup or something <laughs> and it was just and he's like i have to fucking be at work on time and then he just like he drives him crazy with his soundcloud rap and then he kills him and then that's when uh yeah hilarity ensues support I your local no soundcloud rappers idea what that is but i love that i'm gonna google that story <laughs> and see if i can figure Take out what look. it is because it sounds like it could like be something and i know music of like eric bergner or some <gasps> oh like something that. oh the Something of Eric Zahn, I think is what that's it's called. That's it. Yes, that's what something like that. Eric Bergner, heir, <laughs> heir to the Sesame Seed throne. Oh god, <laughs> I don't know. Bergner, burger, tomato, tomato, hepatitis. Okay, do we got anything we else we want to talk about before we GTFO tonight? I'll, I'll say my thing when. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm doing my plugs. Okay. No, I'm, I'm going to plug a different podcast. Oh, the. I'll do it now just because we're talking about it. Um, <laughs> if you like Lovecraftian things, go to your podcasting app and just search uh, the HP Lovecraft Literary Podcast. It's two guys. It's I say literary, but they're very chill and down, mm-hmm. down to joke around. And they just talk about Lovecraft and all his short stories. And after they finish that, they've been doing this for like 10 years, so they went through all this stuff already. Just mm-hmm. other, you know, short stories and weird fiction they had Pat Oswalt on a couple episodes, so that wow. was nice. Sweet. Oh, a couple of joke daddies. Check it out. Yeah, and it's it is absolutely my favorite podcast, and the How only one I would still listen to regular <laughs> listen to regularly. Oh, hey, I, I don't listen to our podcast Just because kidding. I live it, Cammy. I true. live the spooky times that don't we present. Hamana, 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 hamana. Oh, well. uh, so you can find find me patreon.com slash spooky time network. And I guess we're, the other two are there too, but you know, we all know why you're really donating. Yes. Wink. I recommend donating five dollars, which unlocks everything. And by <laughs> everything, I mean all of it. And by all of it, I mean the content. The content. <laughs> it's true. Uh, J Dog, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Daddy underscore Danglerfield. You can also find me on Twitter at Jared underscore Miller. Drop by, send me a tweet or a twit or a twoot or a twahile. If you just send it my way, I'll ignore it most likely. <laughs> Damn. But please reach out. If someone reached out to me, it's been we've been how long we've we been doing this podcast for how many years? Uh, thirteen next June. <laughs> I know no one. I know no one out there's listening. No one out there will ever tweet at me and say, "Hey, you're the guy from the podcast. Drop dead!" Like I'm just. I I I'd wait for one of those. I'm waiting for that. I can't um, wait. Yeah. Wow. Gabby, where can we find you? You, you little ragamuffin. 
Okay, you little Dickensian pickpocket. Uh, you, can, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can do that. We are Spooky Time Network, and we are loads of fun. Sure are. Yeah. Yeah. So follow us, you dumb idiots. Yeah. You, you clowns. Okay. You ragamuffins. <laughs> Cough. Oh boy. Okay. We will be back next week with <gasps> next week our last Johnny C. Yeah. Johnny do. <laughs> oh boy. Don't trust uh, the Johnny C in apartment twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh jeez. Um, I want to be called John now, Dad. But your name is Jesus. Oh, that's a sitcom in itself right there. Um, American Jesus hates his dad. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Write that down. Um, write that down. <laughs> write it. Oh, okay. The one last thing I'm going to say about this movie is the doctor's name was Dr. Wren. And he looked. Uh-huh. Everyone just. This movie was too kooky at times for me. Um, and, I, and I wrote down. I, the two things I wrote down for this movie were on this post-it note I have in my hand says could not get enter Sandman and uh, <laughs> underneath underneath I wrote Dr. Kylo Ren question um, mark <laughs> and uh, that is all I wrote and the rest stayed in my head um, we will be back next week with our final John Carpenter film a doozy of a Dudley one of the best IMO John Carpenter's the, the ghost of Mars. Oh God! Madea's <laughs> uh, family Christmas. <laughs> if we receive a single email asking for it, we will do a free bonus uh, Ghost of Mars episode. Yeah, no, we won't. But it'll be behind. The, it'll be behind the paywall, though, so it won't be. No, free. it'll be free. Damn it! I guarantee Madea's it. All we need is one, one ghost single email. Spooky time with K and J at Gmail dot. Even if you hate us, make us do it. All the more reason to make us do it. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> All right. We will be back then. Until then, stay shitty. Okay, bye. Oh, no. Oh, I was always shitty. And about.